Most people want to be true worshipers. Most people want to keep communion with God, but not many people know the scripture. John chapter 4 verse 23, words of the Lord Jesus. He said that God wants us to be true worshipers. And who are those? Those who worship God in spirit and truth. Unfortunately, there are some people with this wrong idea. They think, I worship God every time I go to church, period. Some people think that being a true worshiper is the person that goes on Sunday to the service and the rest of the week, the rest of the day, it doesn't matter. That is a wrong idea. The true worshiper is the person that is in constant communion with God. And you keep that communion the rest of the Sunday, Monday through Friday, Saturday, including nights. Now, I have found a big challenge in keeping the unity and harmony with God. In terms of emotions, there are two big emotions that are all the time trying to fight against believers, and their objective is to separate them from God. The first one is fear, and the second one is anger. The problem is when you allow fear to control you, and then you are not able to do what God wants you to do. There are so many good things for you in your life, but when you are in chains, the chains of fear, it's like you are a slave and you cannot do a lot of things that God wants you to do. On the other hand, if you are captured by anger, you will regret it later because most of the time people that have anger attacks are going to say things that later they regret. So let's go to the scripture and see what the Lord is telling us to do in regards of both things. The first scripture that I would like to bring up to your attention is in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. The scripture declares that the Spirit of God does not make us afraid. In fact, the Spirit of God gives us power. The second scripture is in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 18. It says that where God is, there is no fear. Simple as that. The perfect love of God casts away fear. If you are the person that struggles with fear, you need to understand this, that by praying and communicating with the Lord, He will give you more and more of His Spirit to the point that you will feel loved. And when you feel that love in your heart, you have peace. There is no fear. There is no doubt. You just trust in the Lord and that fear is going to go away. Now, the second big emotion that will try to distract you and fight against your unity with the good Lord is anger. Now, what we can say about anger? If you are one of those individuals that have trouble with anger, you probably know that after you say the things that you say, it takes time until you come to the point of feeling awful, thinking, why I said what I said. Isn't it true? On the other hand, when you get angry and you cannot control that anger, what happens is that you prolong the issue. You make the problem even bigger because then you are struggling with pride. 
So what the scripture tells us in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26, the scripture says that we cannot let anger control us, especially during the whole day. That is a mistake. Much less going to bed angry. Much less sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> and it does not make any sense thinking of you are angry and you are saying your prayers, but you don't want to speak to that person that you are upset with. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 8 says the same thing. Put away the anger. Control your temper. Because that will just bring you more problems. If you cannot control your anger, you will suffer. And you will make other people suffer. And you don't want that. In the letter of the Apostle James, chapter 1, verse 19, he says, Brothers, try to learn to listen. Try to learn to pay attention to what people are saying. Instead of you speaking and getting angry. Because that will not work well for you. Actually, usually what happens is you are angry, you are going to say things that are not necessarily what God wants you to say. And not just the words, but the actions. The Lord doesn't want you to be angry, to have a life filled with anger all the time. So, fear and anger are two big emotions that we need to fight with wisdom. The scripture has the solution for it. It is in the same letter of James, in chapter 1, verse 21. He says, get rid of those evil things and be humble. And learn the teaching that God is giving you about it. When you are afraid or you are angry and you don't want to let those things go, it's like you have a rotten egg in your pocket. Imagine this, I have a rotten egg and I put it here in my pocket. And I keep that rotten egg there for three hours. What kind of smell is that? At the end of the day, that thing stinks. I sense it. Anyone will sense it. The same thing happens with fear and anger. Those big emotions are like rotten eggs that you carry in your pocket. And what the scripture is telling us is, get rid of it. That's evil. Get rid of it. Just let, let it go. Let the Spirit of God come upon you to give you peace. But you have to forgive and let go. And that peace from God is the one that will clear up your mind. You will think better when you are not afraid. You will think better when you are not upset. But in order to do that, you need to be humble. And that is the teaching that God wants you to learn. It's not easy, but it's wonderful. Because we know that being upset or afraid is just horrible. It's like being a slave. And we don't like that. And that's why when we are talking about true worshipers, those who worship God in spirit and truth, we know that we have to have this perfect communion with the good Lord the whole day, every single day of the week. Like in the movie, remember? Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, <laughs> every single day, worshiping the good Lord. How we do that? James chapter 1, 
verses 26 and 27 tells us that the pure religion is to take care of widows and orphans. But what exactly that means? That means that we have to literally help orphans and widows? Well, it will be absolutely awesome that we could do that, but not always we can do that. But the point is to have an understanding that there are people in need. Widows and orphans represent people that are in need of support, sometimes in need of financial things, material things. They are in need of love. They want to know that somebody cares. But when you are afraid or angry, you cannot think of individuals that are troubled around you. The only thing that you are thinking of is that fear or that thing that made you upset. That's why you need to get rid of it. And think, Lord, how can I help other individuals around me? Sometimes there are individuals, and maybe you are one of those, who do not know how to help others because you are hurting, because you have your own issues, you have your own problems, you have your own limitations. You also need to be loved, to be understood. You also want to know that somebody cares. And I have wonderful news for you. The good Lord cares, and He loves you, and He understands you very well. He knows your story, He knows that you are hurting, he knows that you feel lonely. He knows that you are in need. In need for the biggest love that could ever exist. The love of God. The love of God has been expressed to us through the person of our Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life on Calvary for you. For your salvation. For my salvation. Myself and millions of other believers, we gave our lives to the good Lord. And we said one day, Lord, I am tired of this selfish life, hurting life, lonely life, miserable life without you. And I need you. I invite you, my friend. Open your heart to the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is at the door, knocking, asking you, Can I come in? May I dwell in your heart? And that is the invitation for you, that you will open your heart, and you just will let it go to all those things, fear and anger, and say, No more. Enough is enough. From now on, I'm going to walk with my Lord in peace. And with that peace, you will be more than conqueror. All that you have to do is just to, in your heart, say to the Lord something like this. Dear God, I am sorry for the way that I have lived. I apologize, Lord. I didn't mean it to. And I need your mercy today. Please forgive me. In the name of Jesus. Give me that salvation. Forgive me for my sins. I open my heart totally to your spirit. Come and dwell in my heart today, right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Amen. All that you have to do is believe that those words are powerful, that the scripture is true, and the Spirit of God will take care of you from now on. Naturally, you are going to have questions, and that's why it's so important to get connected with a good Christian church. Wherever you are, get plugged in with a group. It's so important to have good friends around you that they will help you and walk with you this new path. Welcome to the family of God in the name of Jesus.